The Spur of the Moment podcast is proudly presented by Shane Daigie, Realtor of Always Here Properties. Selling your home, buying your home, first-time buyers, investors, and seasoned home buyers. Call or text 512-540-1626, and I'll be glad to help with all of your real estate needs. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Daigie. And I'm your co-host, Drew Daigie. Welcome to episode 129 of Spur of the Moment. Yeah, coming straight from the Simonator Studios in the heart of Texas, the Spurs dropped one to the in-state rival Dallas Mavericks by a score of 142-116. to That is the Spurs' 15th loss in a row, a franchise record, and drops the record to 14-46 and overall. As a reminder in this game, players that didn't play, no Devin Vassell, no Jeremy Sohan, no Trey Jones, and no Romeo Langford. So, a lot of guys were out, the Spurs got pummeled, but we're firmly set in that second position in the uh, draft lottery standings, which, you know, kind of the bigger picture is where we're headed, and... There's some good pieces on the on the board for the draft. Drew, what were your thoughts about this Mavs-Spurs game and Luka Doncic and uh, Kyrie Irving? That's their first win together, playing together. Yeah, I thought it was a good game. Uh, I think we played good in the se- first half. And in the second half in the fourth quarter, the Mavericks absolutely destroyed us. Luka Doncic had 28 points, and Kyrie Irving also had 20-plus. I think this Mavs team is really good, and I think they're going to make a run in the playoffs. All right, yeah, I know they are. That Kyrie Irving trade really solidified that team and gave them another threat. But uh, it'll be interesting to see how they are. They're really only three games over 500 right now. They're 32 and 29. So it'll be interesting to see what the Mavs go and how their season rolls. All right, well, this part of our show is the Tankathon segment. And we like to do a, just a draft lottery and kind of see where the Spurs end up and land. So let's roll it for tonight. This tonight's Tankathon, remember we have the second worst record overall, which the top, or I should say bottom three teams are all vying for that first spot. But other people could climb in and get that. A lot of crazy things happen with the draft lottery. So let's see where we roll. Tonight's lottery drops us to number six overall. Now, number six would be a... Big disappointment, I think, for a lot of Spurs fans. However, I still think there's quality players on the board. It's just not that once-in-a-lifetime talent that everybody's focused on. Who do you think we'd get if we landed in that sixth spot? I mean, I'd hope to get Brandon Miller, but I think that's uh, very doubtful at that spot. I think we might get a Zar Thompson, Oscar Thompson, or we might get a guy like Nick Smith or Jairus Walker. So, yeah. Yeah, I think if we fall in the sixth, this mock draft that we have tonight has us with Nick Smith, a very dynamic guard out of Arkansas. He is really athletic, really energetic. He's saying six foot five, 185 pounds. Kind of reminds me a little bit of a kind of a John Morant type. Everybody says. Yeah, no, that's his that's his draft comparison, and um, he just came back. Like he missed a big part of the season, but uh, you know he's averaged. 12.9 12.9 points a game through only 10 games this season. But his last two games, when he's played a lot of minutes and has been healthy, 
he scored 24 points and 26 points. And the 26-point game, he had five of eight three-pointers, so he can definitely shoot it. But uh, Nick Smith, you know, would be a good guard for us and could really push the pace for the Spurs. I don't know if that's the best fit. I mean, we, you know, we have some guards that we're grooming, but I do know he's one that will push the pace. All right. So now it's time for our top two, bottom two segment. Who were your top two players from the Spurs-Mavs game, Drew? Yeah, for my number one top two, I decided to go with Malachi Branham. Malachi Branham had 23 points in this game. He shot 9 of 17 from the field and 2 of 5 from the three-point line. He also had five assists. I think this was a great game by Malachi Branham, and he continues to have these good games. Um, Without Devin Vassell and Sohan, he really played really good and had 23 points, so he's my number one. My second top two, I went with Charles Bassey, who came off the bench. He played 19 minutes and shot 7 of 8 from the field and 1 of 1 from the three-point line and had 16 points and 7 rebounds and 2 assists and chipped in a steal. I think Charles Bassey was amazing in this game in only 19 minutes, so those are my two top two. Yeah, I liked Bassey's game off the bench. He had a lot of those in the fourth quarter, third and fourth quarter. And, uh, yeah, he's just a solid player for us and a good, a real nice backup uh, backup center option for us. But, uh, anyway, good picks, Drew. I had uh, Keldon Johnson as my number one. He had 22 points, eight boards, and seven assists. And I, I thought he did a lot of ball handling this night. Seemed like he pushed a little bit. Obviously, he's not a guard, but that's, that was his role in this game. Um, so he was my number one. He did have a lot of turnovers, which I, I made note of, but I just I liked the whole stat line, the rebounds, assists, and points. My number two was Malachi Branham, who has been on a tear lately. I really like Malachi's game, and he's showing us why he's just a high-volume scorer. Don't know if it's going to be in the starting lineup or off the bench in the future, but right now he's starting and putting up a lot of points. All right, let's get to the bottom two. Yeah, for my number one bottom two, only Gorgie Jang. He's my number one bottom two because he scored the least amount of points in this game. He had zero points, shot 0 of 2 from the field and 0 of 2 from the three-point line in seven minutes. So he goes on my number one. My second on the bottom two, I went with Blake Wesley. He's on my bottom two because of the three turnovers and the five fouls So in only 21 minutes. So he's my number two. All right. Well, I also had Gorgie Jing as my number one. I, I, you know, you already said it. I don't really need to go deeper into that. But my number two was Devonte Graham, uh, two of six shooting overall. I knew his shooting was inconsistent. I mean, I know a lot of people got excited his first night, but that was that was kind of a depleted roster night. It was just a weird circumstance for him. Um, but you know, we kind of see these. As long as we understand, that's what he is. A real likable guy. Uh, just. Wasn't great shooting it that night. So he's my number two on my bottom two. All right, now it's time for our question of the day. Tonight's question comes from Darren in Burlington, Vermont. Darren's question says, I've really taken notice of Malachi Branham's resurgence. If there was a redraft, do you think he would go higher, lower, or stay the same? Remember, he was drafted 20th overall. So, Drew, what do you think about that? Yeah, I definitely think he would be a little bit higher. I think he'd go to about the 12 to 13 spot because I think there was this guy that went to the Wizards, right? He was on the Taco Bell commercial. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, Johnny Davis. Johnny Davis. He really hasn't played any at the NBA level. I think he'd go above him. Johnny Davis would probably drop to the second round. He just hasn't played enough. So I'll give this as my final thought. I think he'd go to the number 11 pick of the 2022 draft. Okay, well, I pulled up the uh, 
the lottery and the draft and, and where everybody landed. And, I mean, Bancaro, obviously Holmgren's been out. Jabari Smith at three. Murray. Uh, if I'm going to do a redraft, who I'd, put, I'd move Tari Eason up. I think he's been doing some good stuff for the Rockets. Um, looking at him, move Duran up. I, I, I'm with you. I'd move Johnny Davis down. I think if I, yeah, you said 11. That That's pretty accurate. I think um, for me, if I'm looking at it, 9 with Sohan, and then I'm going to have 10 with Duran, and 11 with Tari Eason, and I'm going to have him at number 12. So, yeah, I think I think that's a great steal when you get a number 20th pick that slots in the lottery, uh, which a lot of people said on draft night, but now you're seeing it, and you're seeing it uh, live and in person of what kind of player Malachi Branham is. And hint, hint, ladies and gentlemen, he's only 19 years old. So remember that. That is pretty spectacular what he's doing. All right, now it's time for this day in Spurs history, Drewster. Yeah, so I'm going to take us back to um, – let me get this real quick. Let me pull this up. I'm sorry about that. I'm going to take us back to February 23rd, 2005, where the San Antonio Spurs demolished the Houston Rockets 99-81. to Our leading scorer in this game was the fundamental Tim Duncan, who had 30 points, 11 rebounds, 3 assists, a great night from him. We had Tony Parker, who had put up 22 points and 6 assists. Manu Ginobili, who got the start in this game, he put up 18 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists. We had Malik Rose, who had 6 points and 4 rebounds. And Devin Brown with 5 points. This game improved the Spurs to 42-12 and on the season and the Rockets to 32-23. and So a pretty good win for the Spurs in the 2005 season on February 23rd. All right. Good times back then. All right, now it's time to preview our upcoming game. And this one brings us to Utah to play the Utah Jazz, a team that Drew mentioned earlier today was was one they thought was going to be in the uh, draft lottery discussions. However, they've really overachieved. They really have a pretty solid team. And uh, the Spurs get to go to Utah for a two-game set. They're going to play them Saturday night. They're going to have a couple days off, and they're going to play them Tuesday night. So, Drew, what can you tell us about the Utah Jazz? Yeah, so I think the Utah Jazz are a very good team. I think they might make the play-in. I think they might go in at the 9-8 and eight season. But let's talk about some of the players that they have. Laurie Markkinen, who's averaging, uh, having a great year. He's probably going to win most improved player. He's averaging 25 points, 8 rebounds, and 2 assists. They have Jordan Clarkson, who's putting up 21 points a game and 4 rebounds. They have Colin Sexton, who's putting up 14 points and 3 assists. They have Chris Dunn, who's putting up 13 points a game. Kelly Olenek, who's putting up 12 points a game. And Walker Kessler, the block leader in the league, I believe, who's averaging 8 points and 2.2 blocks. So this Jazz team um, exceeded expectations. So I think this Jazz team will put up a fight against us. Yeah, no, they're really good. And, you know, former Spurs assistant Will Hardy is their head coach, and he's done a great job. I think a lot of people thought, oh, a new coach. They got rid of Rudy Gobert. They got rid of Donovan Mitchell. And guess what? They're back there. So great job for Will Hardy and the Utah Jazz. My player to go off in this game is going to be Kata Bates-Diop. I just have a feeling, you know, he's a you never know when Kata Bates is going to strike, but uh, I think he's going to have a real good night for the Spurs. Unfortunately, I've got the Jazz winning and extending the franchise record losing streak uh, to 16. I've got the Jazz winning by 8. 
Drew, what about you? Yeah, so for my player to go off, I'm going to go with Devontae Graham here. Um, I don't think he's going to start this game, but I think Devontae Graham will still have a good game. I think he'll shoot a little more efficiently, so he's my player to go off. And my prediction for this game, I agree with you. Give me the Utah Jazz by 11 in this game. So that's my prediction. All right, well, we'll see how it lands out in Utah. The Spurs, they're getting back on the uh, last part of the season now, and we inch closer to that magical day in May that a lot of us have been waiting for. So, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us on the Spur of the Moment podcast. We appreciate you listening, and we'll be back to cover the Utah Jazz game next. Drew, would you take us home, please? Yes, thank you, everybody, for listening. And as always, go Spurs, go!